Welcome to the Hypersoft Happy Half Hour with your quarantine dream team, Zigzag and Rufus. Put on your captain's hat because we're going to help you navigate these uncharted territories that are the quarantine. We're going to catch you up on the day's events. We're going to talk politics. We're going to talk whatever comes to mind. So grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hypersoft Happy Half Hour. Ow, ow, ow! I've bought in the past six years. Uh-huh. Let me see. Bought a house in Kyle, Texas. Okay. Came back. Bought a house in Waldron, Arkansas. Bulldozed that house. Bought another house. Put on top of it in Waldron, Arkansas. Moved to Jasper, Texas. Bought a house in Jasper, Texas. And and now just bought a house in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. Where you I'm did at now. not. Well, no. I mean here. I want to keep. Oh, it I was like. <laughs> I was like, Rufus is moving already? Gee, many no. Christmas, you just put down your fucking roots. I'm never moving again, ever. I was so stoked to hear that, though. I was like, holy shit, I'm headed to Madison. <laughs> I was trying to think of something. And I remember in, back in Roehampton days, we had actually talked about moving to Madison. Madison was cool, dude. I'm telling you. I went to Madison after I left uh, Austin. Yeah. And Madison was cool. Madison was fucking like uh, like Austin was like when I first moved to Austin. We should we should have moved to Madison. We did talk about it and we should have just fucking done it. I think I you're think right. You. And and that was that really was, kind of what you'd said uh back then that it was basically like Austin but cooler and also literally cooler, but Yes. And you could actually uh it was legal to possess up to 1 ounce of marijuana. Wow. Yeah. Ahead of their time. Yeah, way ahead of their time, really. I mean, progressive college town. I mean, I wonder, I mean, Austin was cool when I was there and you were there. You know, I saw Corey last night. I hung out with Corey all day yesterday. Did you really? Yeah. Uh, here, let me show you a picture of him. He asked about you. Did you he wondered if he still had the band, and I wanted to tell him about the show, but then I'm like, I can't. Uh. I can't get still horn in on the show every week. <laughs> Move it down. Move it down. Move it, Move it up. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what he looked like when I saw him. I know. And then, oh, that's right. You just saw him. <laughs> yes. I forgot. Yeah, he said you owe him 20 bucks. Really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, he did not. He did not. Rufus, Rufus. He just wanted to be mad at the guy. Man, I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> Woo! Had to give my ears a little bit of a breather today. Love the guy, but man, can he talk. 
you know, I did wonder if he was talking so much just because we hadn't seen each other in a while, or if maybe that was just his setting. Like that's he like his thing. That was good, a good. lot. We had a good time. We went golfing. We went out to eat. We went through my uh, factory. We did all kinds of stuff. Oh man, not all I want to get up there. Zigzag in the weed factory. That's what the next movie is going to be. Like Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory. Dude, you could you totally could make that make now. Get uh, what's his face, Seth Rogen, on board. He'll finance it. And produce it. Okay. Huh? I don't even hate Seth Rogen, but I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure how I feel about Seth Rogen. I'm not a, I'm fan, a fan, honestly. He's but kind he's of got... funny. I don't hate him, but I'm not really a fan. Yeah, that's exactly how Maybe, I feel about but him. But it might just be jealousy. No. You don't think so? I don't think so. Well, all maybe jealousy. Those guys, like, right, he's one of those guys that hooked up with a bunch of younger dudes that were, like, someone had a famous dad. Right. <laughs> so they all, like, fucking get famous. Right? Oh, look, Seth Rogen's writing for whatever. Seth Rogen is on some MTV show called Freaks and Geeks, and all of a sudden, like, he's, you know, getting all these writing gigs and shit. I mean, we're fucking funnier than Seth Rogen. Can't, uh, I can't think a lot of people are. It's just a matter of connection, connection. and birthright. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Birthright. I like it. <laughs> I wish I could leave my daughter something. She has yeah. no birthright. No, my no, son my doesn't son. either. She has a birth left. It might, my son was born into debt. <laughs> Isn't everyone? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, good old debt. Good old debt ski. American life. It, well, for a guy that buys six houses in five years, it's the American way for sure. <laughs> Luckily, I, I only own one now, on, though. If you would have held on to all those houses, you'd probably be super fucking rich by now. Do you think? Maybe the Kyle house, the one in Kyle, Texas, maybe, because it's gone way the fuck up in property value. That's the one that you bought first? It was the very first house I bought. We got it for 175000 and now I, I just checked it on Zillow. It's not for sale, but they have the estimate, yeah. and it's estimated at like five or 600000 Zestimate, thank you. Zestimate, right. R-T-M. Yes, T-M. I almost forgot the T-M. So, yeah, you would have fucking cleaned out. That was the last five years. You just would have fucking quadrupled your money in five years. No big deal. I would have wanted on something stupid anyway. Yeah, probably. You'd probably be dead now. If you I probably would have bought three more houses. <laughs> you wouldn't have been able to afford them, though. No. Now go out and buy three houses and see what happens in five years. Fuck No. Dude, I guarantee you there's a fucking big crash coming. Don't you think? I saw that they said the stock market starting to teeter. I don't care. I, I got barely jack shit in stock. I ain't buying another house. I'll just hunker down here. and. That's what I would do. You know, that's, that's the good thing about I own my house. So at some point, you're like, all I would need is the money to pay the fucking bills and the insurance. That, we're and almost I there. Do that fucking probably working in Taco Bell now. That's that. We uh, had that in mind when we bought. The, I mean, we could we could literally pay this off tomorrow. I just right. want to make get a little more buffer in the bank. But as soon as, as soon as we hit a certain window, this house is paid off, and then I ain't got no fucking worries. I might right. even just fucking like halfway retire. The only and, thing that sucks is the most expensive thing is fucking health insurance. Yeah, yeah but insurance well, is fucking expensive. If my house is paid off and I get a job as a Walmart greeter, then I get that sweet government health insurance. But do you? Or are you right on the cusp of a guy who walks that fine line between poverty and health insurance? 
poverty and free health insurance. Shit, don't we all? Yeah, we do. I mean, you know what? what I was paying $1,500 a month for fucking health insurance. Sanity. It is. It's crazy. It doesn't cover anything. But no, I have no. better insurance now because uh, I have Obamacare. You can't get Obamacare. Well, I mean, I have Obamacare. I have my insurance is through the uh, – well, because my other insurance, my new job hasn't started yet. My insurance is through healthcare.gov. I don't get, like, a great deal on health insurance. It's still expensive. It's over 1000 bucks. Yeah. But the fucking coverage is really good because oh, that's okay. kind of how they had to fucking drop Obamacare. It was like, okay, well, if you're going to pay a regular price, you're actually getting shit covered. And a very small deductible, too, I might add. $1,700 deductible. Damn, that's really good. Yearly. Right. So if something happens, that's the most I have to pay out of pocket per person a year. So I'm like, I'd be fucking six grand out of pocket. You should live a much more reckless life. I'm going to start, dude. I actually bought a motorcycle yesterday. Do you know how to drive one? No. And I didn't buy a helmet either. The guy's like, you want this helmet? I said, fuck no. Keep the fucking helmet. I'm going to ride right. flip-flops and no shirt. Right. I'm like, I'm an American, man. I'm a Trump American, not a regular fucking American. Fuck Trump enough. American. Flip-flops, fucking dirty underwear, the whole fucking nine yards. Every time, Every time I see a guy on a motorcycle or a bicycle with just, like, sandals on, all I can think about is how fucked their toes are going to be if they even get in a minor accident. Uh, I'm telling you. I mean, remember when you were a kid stubbing your toe on a fucking bike? Dude, I stubbed my toe a few weeks ago, and I literally thought I broke. I woke up, and it was fucking purple and swollen. I thought maybe I cracked it. I can't imagine, like, crunching all my toes into fucking asphalt at 30 miles per hour. That would be sweet. You should find that on YouTube, and we should watch it for an hour. You probably could. I'm sure you probably could. I'm sure someone. If not, someone's making it right now because we came up with the idea. That's true. They're only on the dark web. With you know what we should do? We should fucking petition Shark Tank for a whole fucking episode. Be like, you know what? Just let us fucking pitch you for an hour and see if we can't land every shark into a deal. <laughs> you think we How awesome would that be? First 10 minutes, fucking Mark Cuban. Second 10 minutes, fucking Barbara. Third 10 minutes, Lori. Then Damon Dash. Then I don't even know what that one guy's name is, but I know Mr. Wonderful is an asshole, so I don't want to do a deal with him. You know what's you know cool what's is cool. that even even if yep. and probably so no. we got no, no fucking deal whatsoever, just the fact that we had the balls and did it, that would go viral. <laughs> I'm sure it would, especially if they would let us on there. Yeah, it might not. I mean, I, if I thought that people could be trusted, I would. We, we could do a whole thing where we just do a YouTube show about our ideas. And say, hey, contact us if you want. Now, maybe we're on to something there. Maybe if we do that, and then anything that we, like, came up with gets made, we could be like, you fucking saw it on our YouTube video. Well, wait, why can't, why? I mean, it can't cost so much to patent a design or an idea. Can't we just patent it and then be like, help us build Dude, it? Dude, I've been through copywriting and patenting. It's a fucking lot of work. They, they try to keep people from doing that. And it can get very expensive. Einstein was a patent guy. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. He patented. No, I mean, he worked in a patent office doing patents for people. Imagine so so much fucking stupid shit he's going through that he's, like, got time to think about how the fucking universe works. 
because so, he's so, in a government job. Did you get a patent for the heat and eat? I was getting a patent for the heat and eat, yes. But it got too expensive. What, what, it what does it cost? Expensive. You don't have to – you just file paperwork, right? No, dude. You have to have fucking – You have first you have to do a patent search to make sure that no one else has the same patent. That's like fucking three grand. What? Then you have to get a fucking – you know what? It's probably easier now, but when I was doing it in 2000, yeah. like yeah. 2002 – it, there was not, like, you couldn't just get on your computer and be like, I need a patent. Boop, 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 boop. No. You had to, like, get someone involved. No, you can uh, do you it can, 20 minutes 20 on minutes legal Zoom. Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's not a good patent, but it's done. As long as it's long legally viable. My buddy, brand name, I tried to fucking copyright that, and I had it right there, dude. I was right fucking there. I had all, everything was turned in, and they're like, oh, this has to do with marijuana. Now we can't give you a fucking patent because marijuana is federally illegal. I got the biggest dickhead fucking guy. What? what? Yeah. So and then I'm like, well, wait a minute, bud, but it's just a fucking funny name for a catch-all that you put in your pocket. That's like, no, too late, too late. Yeah. But wait, wait, he's just one guy. Couldn't you just go to a different patent guy? I probably could have. I still get a thing all the time. It's like, you ready to finish up your patent? Oh, jeez. I should probably reclaim it now that shit is getting legal. Fucking A, dude. Now's the time. That's a good idea. Good idea, Rufus. I'm going to get you right on that. That's what I'm here for. Is you know, and work? now coming out with these kits that I'm selling in our dispensary. Oh, dude, did I show you our uh, – we have a billboard. Hold on. Hold on, buddy. Hold on. Hold on. Rufus, hold on a second, dude. I'm, I'm circling the airport. I'm hanging on. You don't care. I'm running I'm out of fuel, though, Zigzag. Crash and burn. This is Cormon. We were driving by our billboard. Hi. Everybody, get ready to prosper. <laughs> <laughs> you see it? I saw it. It says, get ready to what? I couldn't make out the uh, design. Prosper, that's the name of the dispensary. Oh, oh cool. I came up with that. Big time, zigzag. We're getting there, bro. We're getting there. I almost quit yesterday. Did you really? Yeah. Wait. You almost quit your job because this is getting so big, or you almost gave up on this because some drama happened? I almost gave up on this because some drama happened. That's all I have. I don't have another job. Well, you're not doing the pamphlets anymore? No, no, I'm out of the pamphlet business. Although I do have about seventy-five grand coming worth of pamphlet payments that I'm too lazy to fucking put the invoices together for. I'll, I'll put the invoices together for twenty-five percent. Five percent. Sold. Sold. Done. I, I would do it. Honestly, <laughs> I hate doing it that much. Uh, yeah, I just, just a lot of drama going on at work. I guess it was the come down of after all the the uh, election shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And maybe, I don't know, people were acting weird, and they annoyed me, and I really told my wife that I was quitting yesterday. Why? Why? I mean, said, I'm just going to sell my part out. I just thought, because, I'm like, you know what? I can't go to a place, if this doesn't shape up, right, I can't go to a place that I fucking don't want to be at all day, right? Right, right? I don't care enough about money. So I'm like, eh, between having a quality of life or being stressed out because other people are fucking idiots, <laughs> I will choose quality of life every fucking time. I think that's the best choice. And then I was there today, and I was like, you know what? I got to fucking see it through at least. 
because these idiots are going to fuck up this dream, which could work out so nicely. Yeah. yeah. That's the sad part, Rupert. That's how I feel. You're the linchpin to the whole thing. I, I am. I hate to say it. I don't even want to say that about myself. But, yeah, if I left there, that place would fucking fall to shit in five seconds. I, I, I totally believe it. And I was like, man, maybe I should. And I told my wife, I'm like, and just sit back and watch it fucking crash and burn and just fucking not give a shit. There would there be, would be. Uh, some amusement to that, I'm sure. Yeah, there really would be. It would be so fucking, uh, it would be very, very fucking satisfying. So, to so say, told you I was the linchpin, but you were too stupid to know. But it, you really it, do it, know. Had it, and it, did it, like, take a, a sharp turn, or was it just the high of the election kind of distracted from everything, and now yes. it's back to normal? Yeah. You know? Boom. Right on the money. I told my wife, too, I was like, man, I wish the election was still going on, because that was like our break from the fucking mundane and the fucking idiocy, because mm-hmm. everybody hey, don't bother him. He's working on the fucking election, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm back to fucking three meetings a day and all that fucking rigmarole. Spell rigmarole for me. Rigmarole. R-I-G-A-M-A-R-O-L-E-U-X. <laughs> Is it that much? It's French. I think you're close, but I don't know if there's an E-U-X. <laughs> that was something kidding. It's not French. It's oh, rigmarole. It's Italian. Is it even a real word? Spell rigmarole. Alexa. R I G M A R O L E. You know what's funny is that about five years ago, I looked up how to spell rigmarole because I, like you, didn't know if it was even a real word. But come to find out, it was. That's shocking. That's shocking. I literally did not know it was a real word. <laughs> Me neither. I mean, I was fucking stunned too. I thought it was like abracadabra or something. What? Give me your idea of a, de- a, a definition of rigmarole. Uh, just the nonstop technical bullshit you don't want to fucking have to deal with, but you have to. The mundane, I would say, like the mundane. Yeah, ex- well, exactly. Yeah. What is the definition of rigmarole? I don't even know if I'm saying it right. A lengthy and complicated procedure. Really? Huh. Yeah, I, guess I, 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 I guess it wasn't giving rigmarole enough credit. Yeah, I think yeah. it means more than that. Alexa's a little late. Yeah, she is. That's all she could find. Is the first thing that came up on the Internet was the opposite of rigmarole. Her entire <laughs> life is rigmarole, so she's trying to romanticize it. <laughs> That's probably so she's trying to make things more succinct. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, her life is kind of a one long rigmarole. She's What's another cool. word? What is another one of those words that you don't know if it's a word or not, like rigmarole? Oh God! Uh, what you call it? I was gonna say something like that. What you call it, or what do you? Hmm. Uh, I mean, what you call it is probably a word. It's we know it's at least a candy bar. It's a brand. I see. I haven't seen a, a what you call it in a long time. My wife used to love what you call it. I did too. I, I was a kid, but I haven't seen them in. What a clever name! Totally clever. Or, or is that the problem? That people are like, I don't remember. It doesn't have a name. Yeah, it's so a whatchamacallit. No, it wasn't called whatchamacallit. It had a name. No. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. They misbranded it with the whatchamacallit. Shot themselves in the foot. I like that name for a fucking strain. 
Do it, dude. Whatchamacallit. Give it a little chocolatey essence to it. A little peanut buttery. We'll do a mix because there there's go. actually a strain called peanut butter breath, right? And we'll mix that with something and call it a whatchamacallit. I mean, obviously, we'll have to spell whatchamacallit different. <laughs> I think that you can spell whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you, I mean, do you think they could – can you – I think we could probably do it because a whatchamacallit is a candy bar, right? Right, right. Yeah. So they're kind of stuck in the candy bar section, you think? Or do they actually own the name whatchamacallit? I mean, it's not really a name. Uh, I don't know, because surely whatchamacallit as a word great. existed before the candy bar. The candy bar was named after. We'll just make it into two words, whatchamacallit. There we go. Because they have it in one word, right? Spell whatchamacallit. Damn, man. W-A-C-H-A-M-A-C-A-L-L-I-T? You think so? I don't know. I think there's an H-W-H. All right, I got it. It's one long word. Maybe it's just one long word. The candy bar is one long word for sure. I remember it. That's what I mean. I'm talking about the candy bar. No, I forgot how to not spell it. Yeah, how do you do that? Oh, I almost had it. Was there an H? There's a T in it. Spell it for me. W H A T C H A M A C A L L I T. What? Yeah, okay, I get it. What you call it? Makes sense. What has a, a T? Man, looks good. Introduced in 1978. Yeah, I was going to say they are not one of those old candies. Now, it's basically a Rice Krispie bar covered in chocolate, right? A peanut butter Rice Krispie bar? A marshmallow peanut buttery Rice Krispie bottom. Oh, okay, okay. A, a layer of caramel topped with melted chocolate chips. Damn. Sounds pretty fucking good, doesn't it? What were we going to get, like an old Milky Way and a new Milky Way? What were we going to test that one time? No, it no. was uh, uh, Oh, Butterfingers. Butterfingers, yeah. We need to do that still. The new Butterfinger versus the old Butterfinger. But Butterfingers were like 20 bucks. Yeah, but it's for the show. We're, right a we're a millionaire show. I mean, who are we kidding? We they're fucking we stick to no budget on this show. It's fucking whatever we want. That's why we need Shark Tank involved. <laughs> right. For we need $20 David old Cash candy bars. Buy out a brand. Bankrupt it. Uh, Who's the other guy? Name the other guy. There's one more guy on that fucking show, and you don't have any idea what his name is. Well, uh, some guys rotate in and out. Okay. Oh, so no. I'm Mark talking Cuban. about a guy regular guy. I don't know how you mean. Mark Cuban, um, Dave Sean Laquan, the shirt guy. Dave John. John, whatever his name. Damon Dash. Damon Dash. Um, Barbara, what's her face? And Lori. The other guy is, uh, what is his name? He plays tennis and he runs. I know this. And he's vegetarian. Nobody knows that guy. I can't think of that guy's name. Me neither. I'm telling you, I never can. Dennis. Now, you know Mr. Wonderful. Is, no, is it Dennis? No. Oh, yeah, Mr. Wonderful, too. I'm, I skipped him. I'm going to no, say no. his name is Mark. I want to say Mark, too, but there's like no, two Marks on the show. Oh, yeah. Right. Hold on. I'm going to look up the uh, cast of Shark Tank. Walter. No. Nah, I think we'd remember that. Let's see. Robert. Robert. 
Yes, his name is Robert. Oh, Robert. Oh, it clicks. Robert Harriak Harry 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 Harryvek. I don't know. That's easier to spell than what you might call it, I guess. He has two children. He's been married. Oh, he got married again in 2018. He was married from 19. Oh, this quality guy. He got. He was married from 1990 to 2018, and then got married in 2018 to someone else. Oh, Rufus. Oh, Hollywood. I can't. I can't do a deal with this guy. No. Pass. Pass. What do yeah, they say yeah. when you don't gig on Shark Tank? Uh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Keep it up. See you next time. Let's see what he did. Uh, he was an assistant director, and he 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 helped direct the Return of Billy Jack. What? Okay. Like, like a movie? Yeah. You remember that original Billy Jack? No. Uh, well, you should look it up. Uh, and he was a field producer for the 1984 Winter Olympics in Sarajevo. Well, how did he get uh, rich? Let's see. Looking for work between productions, Javier. I applied for a position at LodgeQuest selling IBM mainframe emulation boards. He was not qualified for the position, but convinced the company to give him give it to him by offering to work for free for six months. To pay for rent during the free period, he waited tables. He eventually rose in the ranks to become a general manager of LogiQuest. In 1990, after being fired from LogiQuest, he founded Brack Systems, a Canadian integrator of an Internet security software from the basement of his home. Brack Systems was sold to AMTT Canada in March for $30.2 million. <laughs> I kind of like him now. Oh, my God. He then became vice president of sales at Ramp Network, which was sold to Nokia for $225 million. I like his backstory, i got to say. Well, listen to this. In 2003, he founded the Hurek Group, whatever, a security solution integrator, retail and managed service writer. The, the, that group is one of Canada's fastest-growing technology companies and country's largest IT security provider. The company has grown from three employees with 40,000 in sales in 2003 to 200 million in annual revenue. God damn. Uh, Hold on, though. In Uh October 2017, Harekovic was fished by email prankster James Linton as the company's CEO, inviting him to a a toga party. Later, the fake account was copied into his official financial projection documents. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, a, a professional internet prankster? Yeah. What was that guy's name? James Linton. How do you spell that? Social engineer and email prankster. L-I-N-T-O-N. He's a former designer and front and front and web and web developer. He's, he's, he's a Wikipedia <laughs> entry. He was email. He was suspended from his job when his bosses suspected he was emailing victims at work. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. His moniker, Sinon Reborn. The uh, yeah. James, James Linton's Linton. Wikipedia, Wikipedia entry first line is, James Linton is a social engineer and email prankster known for duping high-profile celebrities and politicians. I just read that like one minute ago. I like him. I like him, too. Lazy anarchist, he's known as. Oh, I like favorite kind of anarchist. Let's see. He pranked Kevin Spacey and a bunch of people I've never heard of, but he did prank James Woods. I want to see that. I wonder what his prank of James Woods was. If this guy could pull it off, we should start a prank of some sort on the show and, like, string it out for as many episodes as we can. 
Let's see what the prank on James Wood was. Uh, James Linton, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are doing James Wood's pranks, apparently. James Woods became a big uh, right-wing Yeah, he's a big Trump idiot. Uh-oh, what are we going to do? Should we save it for the next show? Yeah, I'm curious about it for sure. I want to do it. I want to trick somebody. Who do you want to do it? Who do we want to be our first victim? Somebody we don't like, but we know that we'll have a sense of humor and not sue us into oblivion. Who is that? Mark Wahlberg. Let's just see if we could, we could email fish the same fucking guy, the Shark Tank oh my guy. God. We should, try to, we should try to fucking prank this fucking James Linton <laughs> guy. That's what we should do, yes. Why not? Let's dedicate the next year to fucking pranking this guy. Let's do it. All right. Knuckles. Clank. Boom. We are going to prank James Lipton, and then we're going to play it back on this show, and we're going to play this little soundbite for him. Hope okay. you're ready. You think he's, like, on the edge of his seat waiting to be pranked at any time or not? We're so good, he has no fucking clue. That's true. Always be closing, Rufus. In every conversation, someone is being sold. That's what I got. That's my <laughs> advice for you today. That's going to be my email signature. Thank you for shopping at ZigZag. Oh, my God. All right, folks. Double Z saying out. Catch you on – we're doing Tuesdays and Thursdays now. So join us Tuesdays and Thursdays and Saturdays for the Hyperspot Happy Hour. This is the Thank Tuesday you. edition of the Hyperspot Happy Half Hour. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Rufus said, oh, ho, ho. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. <laughs>